remember sex ed in school. It was uh, very awkward. I think I was, what, in like sixth, seventh grade or something like that. And uh, we had to get the parents to sign off on it and uh, watched a weird video or two and... And uh, you know, a different class uh, later on in, in 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 high school, you had more conversations about this, that, and the other. And uh, I knew a lot of friends though who um, were getting uh, sex ed outside of the class, if you if you know what I mean. Here, um, and uh, maybe that wasn't the best. Maybe it was important for them to actually have some um, adult guidance in the uh, decisions that they were making uh, with their own bodies. Uh, but the conversation about sex ed—it's a controversial one, and it's one that uh, you know some want uh, parents to be leading, and others want schools to be leading. Uh, but we do have a new uh, sex ed law, essentially in Illinois, that sets out some guidance, some standards to match up with a national group's standards. Um, we'll hear from a way. Illinois founder Shannon Adcock here in a moment. I touched base with her yesterday uh, and we'll hear that conversation with Springfield's Morning News. But to flash back a bit to last year, whenever Senate Bill 818 was being debated on the House floor, uh, you'll hear here from um, State Representative uh, Fred Crespo and State Representative Marcus Evans uh, discussing uh, the issues of sex ed in classrooms and what this particular bill ultimately will do. And, and folks have been talking about this book I haven't seen this book yet. I think I'm actually afraid of seeing this book now. But one thing is certain, they're saying this is bad, and what I've heard on this side are folks saying, oh, we don't have to use that book, implying that maybe it's not a good book. But it bothers me that these standards can actually come up with that kind of product. That bothers me a bit. The thing, Representative, that bothers me the most is that I know it's permissive, but we're telling schools that if you don't use these standards, you cannot teach sex ed. That concerns me a bit, because I think we do need sex ed at, at our schools. I also believe that we need to take into account things that we know today. I would like to live in a world where we could talk about storks and and dropping the baby off, and sunny days, and wonderful things. I would like to live in that world. I'm a father now, and I would like to tell my son all of the stories and, and lies in which my grandmother told me where kids come from. I would like to live in that world, and some of you all would like to live in a world that I wouldn't like to live in. But I'll tell you, they will find the information whether it's accurate or not. We live in a technology society. So again, that's a, a debate between two Democrats on the Illinois State House when talking about this particular measure, Senate Bill 818. Well, I connected with Awake Illinois. It's a parents' rights group. The founder, Shannon Adcock, talking about what exactly is going on here with Senate Bill 818 as we get ready for a new school year in just a, uh, what, a, a couple of months here, uh, if that. So here's uh, Shannon Adcock talking about uh, what's going on with this situation. Sure. So SB 0818 was signed by Governor Pritzker August of last year, and it is now a public act that is being implemented. And while parents and school districts throughout the state await guidance uh, from the Illinois State Board of Education, parents are already starting to opt out of comprehensive sex ed, uh, which, you know, with this particular bill, with Pritzker signing it, Illinois is the first state to adopt via this bill the second edition of the National Sex Education Standards, which sounds accredited, but it's not. It's actually published by special interest groups like CECUS and Planned Parenthood. 
And when you look at the breakdown of the K through 12 guidelines in the in the standards, um, they're far more, in my opinion, uh, graphic and worrisome. Um, you know, when it comes to to what they're actually going to be teaching these kids versus you know the standard variety you know, human health classes that kids have been taking for years. So we're already seeing opt-outs that are happening and Awake Illinois has been empowering parents to use an opt-out form uh, and to follow the instructions and just to learn more about this potential implementation if their schools decide to bring the national sex ed standards to their schools. So again, uh, Shannon Adcock with Awake Illinois talking about the opt-out forms that they have ready for parents. And you can find that at awakeil.com slash opt-out. And she talks about uh, schools teaching sex ed. So if they decide to adopt comprehensive sex education, they will have to use the national sex education standards. Now, they don't have to implement this. And there are school districts that have already said they are not going to move beyond their basic human health uh, curricula. And so depending on the schools, it's kind of like the COVID mitigations. If they're not getting the right advice from their attorneys and they're not hearing from parents, this could very well be implemented over the summer before the start of school year. Um, so, So you're right. They don't have to adopt it. And even if they did, parents can opt out. Now, the concern by parents, you know, if it's implemented and they opt out, is kids are going to be talking about this, right? I mean, they're going to be exposed to a curricula. They're going to be talking to their friends about it at the playground. And so it's going to really permeate through the schools and in these conversations. Um, So parents need to be very aware of the breakdown of the K through 12 topics that are going to be discussed and share their opinions and concerns with their school boards now. So the conversation I had yesterday with Shannon Adcock from Awake, Illinois, also talked about some of the options here. Right. So if they do, if they decide to have, um, they could either have the basic human health classes that they've already done. But if they implement comprehensive sex education, they will have to use the national sex ed standards. Um, And so that's where I think people have had some confusion. But some school districts down, um, you know, downstate, Most of Chicagoland we're waiting on, of course, but some of the districts downstate have already said to their communities, we're not going to adopt this. We're just going to keep our basic, you know, human health classes that we've always done. We're not going to implement comprehensive sex education. Um, And so I I just encourage all the parents who have children entering uh, K through 12 for the coming school year to really be familiar with what the national sex education standards uh, promote and encourage that their communities and their school boards have an open forum and a vote now to determine whether they're going to implement it and to share their concerns as to why they may not want to see this curricula implemented. And uh, at Awake Illinois' website, uh, awakeil.com slash opt out, you can actually see district by district uh, on a spreadsheet of which schools have opted out, which schools have yet to make a, a stand on this issue and, uh, and more. So ultimately, what's next here? Again, Shannon Adcock. Yeah, so the State Board of Education will come out with some type of um, guidance as to maybe what components of the national sex education standards they would suggest. Um, As far as I'm concerned, each school board should have basically a litmus from their community as to what they would want to implement, regardless of what the State Board of Education says. But a lot of parents are very concerned, Greg, about the academic 
you know, concerns of children over the last two years that when you look at the comprehensive sex ed, it is just that it's comprehensive. There's a lot to it, a lot of, of content. And there are some teachers who are saying, look, these kids need to get caught up academically. Their literacy scores have plummeted. The math scores have plummeted. Why are we going to implement this you know, super perverted form of comprehensive sex ed when these kids have a lot of other, you know, teachers and parents have a lot of other priorities um, beyond teaching, you know, kindergartners about, um, you know, cisgender and their pronouns. They need to learn how to read. They need to learn how to write. They need to be with their peers. They need to be, you know, getting the basics of academics. This is, this is just too much. And so we will see what the State Board of Education puts forth. Um, and yeah, the parents need to be very aware of this content, regardless of what the State Board of Education may give in terms of guidance. But I asked uh, Shannon to respond to what some of the uh, supporters of this uh, this new sex ed standards say, and that's that it's age appropriate and that kids need to know these things and that uh, it's uh, it's important to get that broad spectrum and to have uh, you know adults in authority to share this information or else they'll find it elsewhere on the internet and whatnot. Here's uh, Shannon's response. Yeah, and there are different, you know, there are differing viewpoints and I respect that and that's why it's important for parents to communicate that to their school boards. But the litmus from parents right now is that kids are behind academically. Let that be the priority of the schools. And when it comes to very sensitive topics like sex, like sexual identity, um, puberty, sex acts, that is something that parents really want to have total control over in those conversations with their children. Um, They don't want strangers engaging in that. And they don't they may it may be in conflict with their family's moral values or religious you know values so i think it's just best for the schools to to stay out of that dialogue when you look across the country and how parents have already felt pushed away and shoved away from these topics of how they will raise their children and being the supreme authority over their children why are we going to allow schools to go even further you know down this this Act, it's really an activist-based curricula. When you look at CECUS, you know, the wording that they use is they want to promote social and cultural change through sex education. It's not, you know, hey, we want to make sure kids are aware of, of you know, the do's and don'ts of stranger danger or, you know, intimacy. No, it, it is extremely woke. It's politically, in my opinion, politically charged. Um, and so stick to the stick to the academics. It's what we've been saying for two years. So, again, that's uh, Shannon Adcock, the founder of Awake Illinois, talking about uh, parents' rights. And uh, if you're interested in more information about that, awakeil.com slash opt out. Uh, all right. So we'll see what uh, what happens with all these various school boards and what the Illinois State Board of Education ultimately